How's it going out there? Another Post Void Post. Today is September 29th. Right after the debate. The first one. Hmm. Everyone's doing debate recaps and such. You know, I figured I'd make an episode kind of structured around it, but not necessarily about it. You know, it was, it was interesting. That was, uh, I gotta say, you know, um, I, I am not one to like presidents. I honestly think that what you look at on the debate stage is kind of more a matter of, uh, the two, the, uh, picking between two people that you decide to hate for the next four years, you know, um, call it pessimistic, I mean, I, I've never really had a, uh, good credence, sorry, one moment here, a good credence to presidents, anyways, I, I consider presidents as, uh, a, a little too broad, I don't know, uh, it's my own personal take, but either way, um, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, we don't live in a democracy, we live in a republic, and I, I know that mantra is tired, old, and rehashed, and reused, and mentioned recently, but it's, it's still a true statement, but, uh, yeah, so, wow, that was, that was, that was some insane shit, though, that was, like, trippy, it was, like, like, imagine being one of those people in the crowd, and, like, or in the, in the, uh, in the stands, like, watching that, and, like, you, you have to wear a mask, too, so you're, like, looking around at everyone, and, like, their eyes are all, like, shifting, like, what the fuck's going on, <laughs> oh, man, uh, yeah, and, you know, I, I do have to say that it, it, honestly, as far as I watched it, uh, if it was, like, anyone else but Trump on that stage, it wouldn't have been that much of a shit show. <laughs> you know, Biden, I will say that, um, Biden didn't drive as many knives or nails into the arguments that Trump was making. I, I think it's actually probably because of the fact that he, uh, was afraid to talk about some specific things. Uh, there, there were some moments, uh, there's one moment I could elaborate on, which is funny, there are a couple actually, um, but I did notice that the, the, the moment when Hunter was brought up, oh man, that was really funny, because Chris Matthews, I believe it was Chris Matthews from Fox that was debating, or being the moderator, excuse me, and um, it was on ABC, so it was really odd actually, it was like this cross news type of thing, and it was Fox debating, so, like, you know, a given, yeah, centrist uh, reporter from Fox, but I mean, I, th I think, I think Chris Matthews, moderator, he did a better job than really anyone else would have, you know, like, uh, he, uh, he at least normally kind of has Trump's respect, I guess, so, like, they knew that they needed some sort of reporter that he wasn't going to, like, or sorry, yeah, yeah, a reporter turned moderator that wasn't going to, um, trigger trigger trump essentially and even so at one point i think like trump just kind of quickly jabbed where he's like yeah well i could take that seat too or he's like something like oh you're not in the moderator seat and he's like oh i could have that seat <laughs> i was like what the fuck <laughs> what the fuck's going on <laughs> oh my god it's so crazy uh um one key moment that actually now see i'm not trying to like uh push aside here to to put it completely out there, I always vote third party, I'm going to still vote third party, 
and I don't care, like I've said in prior podcasts, whether you think my third party vote's going to one person or another. I don't fucking give a shit because I believe in multiple parties rather than just a bipartisan structure. But, anyways, um... Biden mentioned Trump's dog whistling. At one point, he's like, all you're doing is just fucking dog whistling, dude. And from then on, the whole debate kind of started getting exposed. And I'm like, oh, shit. Wait, Trump is like... He did this weird pivot where it was like... uh, They were talking about the Paris Climate Accord, which, like, I'm surprised nobody... I'm surprised Trump didn't bring up carbon credits. I'm like... Well, if you really wanted to attack the Paris Climate Accord, you would, you would say the follies of of carbon credits and how carbon credits um, are given to nations that produce high amounts of pollution, like say India or China, exorbitantly, and allows them to have a huge window for pollution, and then they can basically use those credits and trade them off. And I could have sworn that Trump probably left the climate accord because of the carbon credits, but he didn't bring it up. And I'm like, that's weird. And then instead he just went full on dog whistle shouting green new deal where when Biden had his two minutes, I'm like, huh, he hasn't mentioned the word green new deal yet, but he's saying like a lot of things that kind of sound like that. And then Trump says, Oh, well, like the green new deal and then and then by and then biden jumps in and he's like no not like the green new deal and then but and trump's like oh well, you just lost the support of the left then and then like biden's like yeah no it's like the biden plan because i'm running for president and you don't adopt a broad you, you have to have your a platform <laughs> that's his platform he's talking about some sort of quasi green new deal platform or something like, I mean, I don't know if I support it or not, but that's clearly what the guy was just trying to talk about. And 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 then, and then so Trump realized that it didn't work, essentially, like that that jab didn't work. And then he pivots the conversation instantly to how, like, Biden did that weird thing where he's like, clap, you stupid bastards. Like, and which to give that, I saw that video, to give it at least some point of reference if you cut the video right when he says that it sounds like one thing if you give the video another like four seconds like you can hear that everyone in the crowd starts laughing and they're like oh like he's like oh you fucking stupid bastards it's like you know it's it's an old school type of thing like biden is anyways you know i mean um the pence harris debate's gonna be a fucking that's it's probably gonna be a lot more civil but it's gonna be just between two fucking shitheads like oh like it, this is so oof. this is this is kind of what i wanted and what i this is what i wanted this is what i needed for the fucking debates like you know like it's like it's it, it's just this is what we asked you know we wanted this to happen there's been so many periods where we've been like oh we don't know if we're ever gonna get a real debate between them and it happened and it seemed it seemed at least like you know the two guys were on stage it wasn't like they were like fucking robotic clones or some shit you know they were there like and oh man it i have to say it um i i think that 
my personal take from it is that it really doesn't look too good for Trump. At least, like, that that didn't help out Trump too much unless he's doing some sort of weird 5D, 5D chess thing and, like, has something down the pipeline anyways and was just trying to cue everyone into things he was saying. Like, I don't... And, and then even then, it's like, that's just... That's just Essentially, that's you're not using Occam's razor when you when you when you are addressing it in that type of way. Yeah, um, from what it seemed to me was that Trump didn't use all his cards, but he threw out a lot of his cards on the table, and uh, it none of them really stuck, aside from maybe the 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 businesses reopening argument that he made. How he was saying that he was like, oh yeah, New York City's never going to recover from this again. That is a true statement, I believe. Like, and on, I believe that that's a factual statement, I should say. But, um, at the same time, Biden did start to go into the fact that he's like, well, we need to tax these businesses that are made, these billionaires that are making a lot of money off of COVID. And seemed to me like he was trying to possibly mention some sort of way of taxing say like amazon or mcdonald's or walmart or you know like i am not trying to give this man that much credence or uh you know leg i guess anyways so um on to another point that i did notice was uh, the whole Antifa thing. It was pretty, it's pretty interesting. They brought up Antifa in... I mean, obviously, it would have been brought up, but they brought it up, like, pretty predominantly, and then Biden did say the point where he's like, it's an idea. It's not an organized group. Okay. Biden is correct. Biden is correct. Trump is taking it in a nuanced, uneducated way. Like, it's like... Because it's... Yes, it's unorganized. The thing is, is like, I, I made podcasts, I've made two podcasts about this already, and in this series, it's not too hard to find, one of them's pretty obviously titled, um, that, that point in the debate, I would say I certainly side with Biden in that argument, in the arguments he was making compared to the arguments that Trump was making, because yes, I may have said that Antifa, I, I, I still agree that Antifa is using anarchists as tools for more of a communist endeavor, but at the same time, we're talking about fringe movements here. I'm not talking about, the like, Democratic Party is using both of those anyways. <laughs> like, you know, like, they both dog whistle, but the Democratic Party dog whistles with a with a little silent whistle and trump dog whistles by literally shouting sick em. <laughs> you know so it, it, it's to each his own i guess when it comes to that one right yeah oh uh, it was just interesting hearing antifa brought up i would say that i agree, certainly agree that it was an that isn't an idea that it is not a formally organized organization like with a hierarchical leader type organization like Trump like likes to make it out to be it's um way more autonomous and he should know since a lot of his supporters like QAnon I mean hey maybe QAnon is hierarchical even though it's trying not to be and it's like trying to mimic what anonymous did way back in the day I mean isn't isn't that what Q essentially is like just some sort of insider type of thing 
probably Steve Bannon. I mean, I've said that before. It's funny that I'm hearing that that's catching traction now. Um, One little side note, when people make the um, idea that Steve Bannon is Q, it's very interesting that um, the FBI Twitter released the documents in a post, in a post from the official FBI Twitter, look it up, that um, says it, it was the Priories of Zion, the, the book, The Priories of Zion, which <coughs> is um, uh, often referenced in, um, it is not anti-Zionist, it is way more anti-Semitic, if you can tell the difference there, uh, it's, it's a very, uh, toxic, like, misinformation type of book, because it will use historical references, and, oh god, I do not want to dissect the Priory of Zion right now, that is not where I wanted this fucking podcast to go for me talking about the goddamn debates, but, uh, anyways... The Priory of Zion is not a piece of literature I recommend reading. I recommend reading something a little more, um, less galvanizing for a group. And it's very, it's like, it makes critiques on Israel, which I also will make at times to times. But I do not agree with the Priory of Zion because, um, it essentially, uh, targets, Jewish communities, and hey, what does that sound like? Hmm, Nazis, yeah. So, um, the FBI released the Priory of Zion on their Twitter, and then the day later, Steve Bannon was arrested. Yeah, I know Steve Bannon was arrested for unrelated charges. He was arrested for, like, doing some sort of, like, build-a-wall, uh, pyramid scheme or something, like, uh, embezzlement type of deal, but either way it seemed very interesting because i was like catch it i was following the news and i'm like oh, why the fuck did the fbi release the priories of zion and like you know i have, I have some jewish friends that are also very well aware educated you know not not pro-israel either don't that doesn't you know just to say and they were all coming to me like what the fuck is this and i'm like you know knowing i'm kind of into conspiracies and i'm like what the I'm like, what? The Priories of Zion? I'm like, that's like something I've read when I was like freshman in college. And even then I'm like, uh, like what? The Priories of Zion? Like, why did the FBI leak that? I'm like, well, it doesn't make any sense. And then Steve Bannon was arrested. And a lot of people say that Q could have been an FBI person. Or at least like a group of people, uh, you know, a white hat group in the FBI. And obviously Trump has access to the FBI and CIA. Where was the first the first group of people that Trump addressed when he came into office was the CIA. I remember seeing that. 2016. First presidential address after he won was to the CIA. Yeah. <laughs> like so you can't tell me these intelligence agencies don't are, are working with the president. That doesn't make any sense if it's not, you know? So, uh, maybe Steve Bannon was some sort of shadow in there, you know? Some sort of, uh, Hoover type of character, you know? I don't know. Not the director, but like some sort of shadow man. 
maybe a Kissinger, I guess you could say. Uh, yeah. It's interesting he got arrested the day after the Priories of Zion thing came out on their Twitter, and everyone called it out, too. So it's pretty it's very telling. Um, yeah, so it got to the Antifa thing, got to, spoke about the dog whistling, and uh, New Deal thing, Hunter Biden thing. Yeah, I think that's uh, pretty much... I mean, like, you know, like I was saying, just to kind of... It's funny they didn't wrap it up. It's funny they didn't have a fucking closing statement. I'm pretty sure every presidential debate I've seen before there was a closing statement. <clears throat> it's because of the fact that, like, there was just so much to unpack, which was, like, what they were both, like, talking about. It's, like, almost like Biden was a little out of character, too. He knew that, like, this was going to be this insanity. At one point, he, I noticed Biden was reading off a paper... But he, but, I mean, I wouldn't, like, uh, put real any heavy weight to that, because, hell, if I had notes, and if, like, I was stuck in that type of debate, I would be reading off the paper a little bit, and I'm pretty sure he was reading off the paper when he was talking about Hunter. I remember, like, his, him seeing, looking, looking him down when he was talking about Hunter, and he's like, how the fuck do I navigate out of this fucking, out of this mess that Trump just fucking, out of this, like, word salad that just got thrown at me with a bunch of fucking, uh, buzzwords in it that I need to defend against. <laughs> it's so weird. It's crazy. Like, uh, one of my friends put it perfectly, where he's like, this debate is like a fucking Facebook group. Like, this is, this is literally, like, some sort of edgy thread in a Facebook group. And I'm like, I know, like, they're just debating like that. It's like this yelling and constantly throwing out different shit at each other like it was good it was fun you know i like these because i don't really believe in presidents but i love watching the debates because it's so funny it's like it i don't know call call me a cynic call me uh i'm i'm, I'm certainly not an accelerationist anymore <laughs> i mean i'm not to say like you know that i disavow all those merits but more like uh just i don't think accelerating blindly into the future to try to spur some sort of like uh show of fallacies is correct anymore because uh i lost a lot of things that i thought that you wouldn't even be able to lose and i mean call me ignorant call me naive but most people if you asked him at the beginning of, say, 2019 or something, like, oh, yeah, well, this pandemic and all these things that have happened from it happen, I wouldn't have guessed it along this line. I would have guessed it along, like, a different line or something. I would have thought it was a lot more active and a lot less, like, depressing. Yeah. But, uh, and, and that's, that's on both parties' blame. <laughs> yeah. And, psh- it's, it's, it's just crazy. It's like... We live in this bipartisan system in the United States. We have to recognize it. We can run away from it as much as we want by saying that we're some sort of different political uh, affiliation, whether it be like libertarian or socialist or anarchist. You know, you can say that we, we, we don't work within this sphere but it's it's a reality and it's there so i mean i don't vote for presidents i go out when i vote um maybe i'll i maybe i'll vote for a senator 
you know, maybe I'll vote for a representative. I usually try to brush myself up, at least on, like, some of the local guys, like state senators and stuff. And um, I go out for referendums, but it's sad because Massachusetts, where I'm in, only has two referendums this time around. And I'm kind of, I'm, that, that's my, that's my biggest upset, is that I'm like, what the hell? At least, I want, like, 20 referendums when I go out there. I don't want fucking two. I'm like, and these two are, like, they're, they're pretty dumb. Like, come on. Like, give me, give me a fucking better question. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm, I'm, I'm voting again fairly. Uh, I'm not gonna say when I'm voting on the referendums. I'm not gonna say who I vote for, anyways. Like, fucking, fucking. <laughs> I'm just leaving myself open. I don't know. I'll say, I guess I'm probably voting for Vermin Supreme again. I voted for Vermin Supreme freaking three times in a row. I'll vote for him again. <laughs> uh, hey, any of you listening out there, uh, you probably don't like Obama. And, I don't know, you probably have your own opinions on Trump anyways. So, was I wrong for voting for Vermin Supreme three times in a row? <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways, that was a real funny fucking show. I had fun. I laughed a lot. I hope you guys laughed a lot watching that debate. I thought it was funny, you know? I don't think Trump got any got any leeway when it came to that i think if you did it maybe galvanize some sort of small pockets oh one last thing i wanted to say too which now i remember what it is was that he kept alluding to his lame duck session he he was talking about it with with him signing in um that new supreme court justice he was like oh well like you know we have this time i'm, I'm president for four years not three years he like kept saying that and like they kept alluding to this lame duck and then like at one point when they were talking about um mail-in ballots and stuff he was like oh well like you know i'm still here even after he's like i got i got a little longer like than than what you'd like to think it's not just november like it was it was weird and i'm like is trump's like fucking cueing us into some sort of weird lame duck session that we've never seen before like he's just gonna try to push through all this shit when he's a lame duck i'm like I don't know, it's weird. Really, really. I would say keep that open. I forgot about that point. I'm probably going to title that, hopefully, um, somewhere around that. But I'm getting a little tired now. I just woke up from work and I watched that debate and uh, smoked a bowl. And now I feel like going back to bed. But, yeah. um, Shit was interesting. Yeah. Shit was pretty, pretty enthralling. Yeah. I feel like trump kind of just took a diarrhea shit all over the stage but anyways um like like not like he shit his pants more like he pulled down his pants and then projectile vomited like poop all over everyone like watching <laughs> anyways oh uh, yeah it was crazy shit was crazy and i like I don't, I don't normally like to give biden credit but i would say at the end of the day i seems like biden came out far more presidential i guess which uh, appeals to a broad amount of people in the united states and also one thing i noticed trump brought up the vote his how how a lot of police districts and a lot of military vote for him and is his base he kept bringing up his base way too much and i feel like now his base might start to question him and they might be like hey did he just exploit us? Did he just like use us as like a like a show dog or like 
Hawk. So I feel like we're gonna, we might see some police districts and like military battalions, whatever, start to switch to Biden and be really interesting because they get their funding from Trump. So could be some uh, some sort of, some sort of uh, tug of war type of deal going on with that as well too. Uh, things are about to get shaken up, and I think that Trump. I was expecting Trump to get the leg up here, honestly, because I thought that Biden didn't have the energy in him. But there was almost like a reverse rope-a-dope, I guess, like I was saying, the prior cast. Reverse rope-a-dope, where Biden didn't need to expend the energy because he knew that Trump would just keep fucking going and going and going and going and going and going and going. Just let him, like, run himself out like a... Like a fucking toddler that had too much sugar or something. <laughs> like, oh, God. It was fucking nuts. Uh, yeah. So, uh, to leave it off, I don't agree with either presidents. I think that both of them are fucking charlatans. But, yeah, that was fucking silly. All right. Peace.